Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sam Legasic. And I'm Dreadful Dan Gallagher. And we're two old buddies that have lived our life at the edge of the mainstream. So come join us where things are a little... odd. This is the... of yours will be reduced to a burned-out cinder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oddcast, movies, music, and gaming. And here with me today is lovely, dreadful Dan. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, very well, very well, thanks. Um, today we are uh, doing a game, uh, a game that I recently completed. Um, and what I want is for you to imagine a world, <laughs> imagine a world where the British hate foreigners, where a deadly inconceivable, plague, where a deadly plague is taking over the land, and where there are just um, rats. They're just like a lot of rats, but like rats that will just like eat your face off in a second, kind of thing. Um, no, it's not. It's not Britain, twenty twenty two with the um, a rat infestation. It's this week's game, which is a plague tale in a sense. Amicia, I want to see mommy. Hugo, I want her to come back. I'll carry you. Mommy is dead, Hugo. You'll never see her again. Go away. Hey, Don't take too long. Just this I way. hate you. It's for your own good, Hugo. I'm sorry, I'm sick. We've come back. Everything is all right now. So Dan, uh, A Plague Tale, Innocence, is a stealth game 
that was uh, published by Focus Home Interactive and developed by a Sobo studio, um, who before this, a lot of their stuff was Pixar spin-offs. Um, I guess this is considered a bit of an indie game. Um, okay. It came out, uh, and I think oh, was about two years ago now, sorry, 2019, I think. And um, it did well, uh, generally. I only recently was just uh, able to play it. Um, in a nutshell, it is a stealth game, as I was saying, where you it's based in uh, France um, in, I can't remember, like 12, I don't know, here we go, 1348. Um, mm-hmm. And you play a girl called Misha, Amicia, um, during the English invasion, whatever, multiple invasions we probably did on the French. Um, and she hasn't seen her brother, who's sickly um, and looked after by their mum. Anyway, the British come in, they're looking for the kid, or you don't really know what yet. Um, these rats start going around, killing everything. But it's like, um, so the cool thing about this is that the rats are like water almost. Like, it's pretty cool how they've animated because it's so quick. It's like this like frenzied, just heaving mass. Um yeah. And uh, basically, it will just eat anything, destroy anything in its path. But the one weapon you have against it is light. So it doesn't like light. Um, and that's kind of the whole setup. So you've kind of got half the game is kind of sneaking around, around the British mm-hmm. and the people trying to find you and your brother for whatever reason. The other half is trying to get around the rats um, and all that stuff. Has slight kind of horror elements to it, which is quite cool. Um but uh, yeah, it's something. It looks really pretty, and uh, I really enjoyed playing it generally. Uh, Dan, do you know anything about this game? Um, I know we kind of looked at some stuff beforehand. What What were your thoughts? Yeah, I watched the trailers, um, saw a few reviews, read a few people's comments. Um, we did a show a few months back, didn't we, on a game called I think The Last of Us. Last of Us, yeah, Last of Us Two. Yeah, I saw quite a few people comparing. Yeah. Uh, these games i think this came after mm-hmm. um positively as well people saying yeah if you like that this is great mm-hmm. um and i saw a lot of people saying it's a game of two halves which i think you've just sort of like alluded to there the you start off with this kind of more stealth side and then it becomes a bit more of a uh, sort of like battling game yeah i suppose you're wailing away on those rats but um yeah, it sounded like a pretty cool game. And I like the story. I think that sounds cool as well. Mm. Sounds a bit unusual, setting it in like 14th century France with the backdrop of the plague. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's, it was um, it was really good. So yeah, this came out before Last of Us 2, but after Last of Us. Um, and it is, it is very similar, I guess, because part of it is that you're going around finding um, bits and pieces to use in your sling, which is basically your gun. Um and uh, you can upgrade your sling so that you can make it quieter. You can basically give it more ammo, uh, which is just essentially rocks um, and all this stuff. So it's got quite a cool little skill tree, which I'll kind of come into. Um, but yeah, it's very stealthy and it's very Last of Us because you're hiding behind boxes. You're trying to creep through. You can take a person out, but basically as soon as the rats or a person gets to you, you're dead. Mm. Like you're, It's instant death forever um uh when i don't think i don't think there's a permadeath option but um the checkpoints are quite healthy put it that way so you're never gonna have to go back too far okay um and 
yeah, so I guess like um, I, I'll talk about the plot a little bit and then kind of go into the gameplay aspects um, because, as you said, it's quite an interesting plot. Um, and yeah, Mitzia, who's the um, the main uh, protagonist who you play, the, the girl, she's a very like strong, um, strong-willed, strong-minded um, woman who also has that um, side where she wants to like look after her brother. She's... Um, you know, making friends. She cares about the people she meets along the way that help her and stuff like that. So she's a, I thought she was a really, you know, cool character to play. She's like, she sees her dad die um, pretty much at the beginning. And that's obviously like, you know, hard. Um, the fact that she's been kept away from her brother for pretty much his whole life. And now she's like looking after him. You've kind of, you've got that dynamic where she's not really sure. She doesn't really know him, to be honest. And now okay. she's like having to be like the big sister and all this stuff. And it's a new role for her. It's almost like a motherly uh, maternal role now because the mum, well, you think the mum's dead, but, and spoilers, I should say, I'm going to go into spoiler territory, but um, it turns out she's not dead. She's been captured. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but you don't find that. I quite, like, uh, I quite like that dynamic generally in films and things, like uh, especially in the 80s. Mm. Adventures in babysitting. Don't tell mum the babysitter's dead. Yeah. The big sister suddenly has to become the mum. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, I like that as well. And that's very much this kind of thing, but obviously with a more um, mortally... They're not just going to like slip a few grades in school. No, exactly. This is literally running for, running for your life. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so you've kind of got that situation. So she's suddenly just in this position and it's like immediate as well. Like you're just walking around, suddenly you're like, where's my dog? Oh, these rats have killed it. Let's go back to the town. The rats have killed everyone. Oh, the English have turned up and now I'm suddenly on the run. So it's all like snap, snap, snap. It all happens very quickly, which is quite cool. And I like that rather than kind of faffing around too much. Um, you think when you get the boy um, that it's like, great, it's going to be like an escort mission where okay. um, an escort missions infamously through gaming um, can be problematic because, uh, you know, if they die, you die, which is the case. Um, in this sense, but becomes more of a hindrance. It doesn't really make a difference in this game. You can get them to like, you can get him to stay somewhere. And if you go too far, he'll start crying and making noise um, or moaning. I should say he's not actually crying, but um, he gets a bit scared. So you have to go back. But the whole time I was just holding his hand and it, and it wasn't really a problem. So um, if that kind of put me off when I first started playing, I was like, oh great, I'm lugging this kid around. But actually, if you do turn it on, you play it. Don't worry about that. It's not. It's not a bigger deal. It's not a bigger problem as you might think it is. Um, so yeah. So basically, these rats kind of come into the town. Um, people who aren't necessarily getting killed by the rats or who are getting bitten start to get infected and die anyway. Um, and there's cool, there's cool scenes of like horror where you're like going around these villages and when you start traveling around, you escape and you go into other villages. And it's a bit like you know, Bloodborne, for instance, is another one where it's mm. just like piles of bodies on the streets there's it's all like dark and dingy and everyone's really scared and like it's like a bit horrible it's really nasty um, but in a cool horror way um and uh yeah so you're kind of like you're you're walking around um trying to get him trying to get the trying to escape also trying to get the boy to like their old monk there's a word i can't remember but um basically a doctor but like a a monk doctor a monk from the doctor. old ages yeah a medicaster exactly, perhaps yeah he's been looking after this he's been looking after this boy um 
and you at first you're a bit like annoyed by him because he's a bit like he's a bit wet and you're just like fuck's sake like come on hugo that's it uh, uh, come on hugo and the mum helps you escape and then yeah she gets killed by this like massive guy or whatever you think she's dead you know just run and you just like run out and so and then yeah he goes to his village basically along the way um he gets sicker and sicker the little boy um, and you meet people along the way. You meet this monk guy, but he basically dies. Um, and he's got like a protege who's an alchemist who's like basically the brains and he'll help you. He'll basically give you like new weapons and stuff like that, new things to kind of combat the rats and whatever. Then as you're trying to, um, I can't remember where you have to go next. We've got to move somewhere else. And then you've got a, like a brother-sister duo who are like thieves and they're all kind of roughly your age as well. So it's a little bit like, you know, kids against the adults kind of thing as well, which is quite mm. quite nice, as you were saying from before. Um, Always enjoy that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, the sister, the twins, I think I think they're twins, or brother and sister, whatever, but the sister kind of helps you out. And then the brother is kind of disappears and then he comes back for a bit. And then you meet a blacksmith whose dad had like encased this this special book in a tomb that only he knew how to open, but the sun knows. So the sun helps you out. Um, it's a blacksmith's son and he's all like, it reminds me of, um, I don't, you don't watch it, I don't think, but like Game of Thrones and all that stuff, which is like the uh, um, the, the Baratheon's son, bastard son, who's like this kind of, he's a blacksmith and he's all like strong, but a bit thick or whatever. So he's like the brawn. And throughout the whole thing, you're like, the way they're talking to each other and helping each other out, especially between the brother and sister um, and yourself and you as a brother and sister as well, but like a a different age difference. Um, It feels like you're like having this like gang of people um, and you go back to your castle near the end. And that's basically becomes like your base. Um, But like, yeah, during this whole thing, the kind of sub story that's going on is there's this like old Pope, but he's not a Pope. He's like a Catholic priest who, um, He's like super old and he wants the boy's power. So the boy has this sickness, this power thing, which you're not really ever quite sure what it is. Um, And uh, yeah, this like old um, priest guy has this like huge henchman who's pretty cool looking. Um, He's all like buff and like mean and whatever. Um, And then, yeah, you find out um, the mum is alive. Hugo, there's a trippy sequence where Hugo basically walks off with the henchman to like go see his mum and then he gets captured and then he helps the mum escape. And then you find out that the kid, um, who you, you'd got a potion for ages ago to kind of help him with his powers. And the priest is like, I need his like blood or some other shit or whatever, but he needs his power. And you find out the kid can control the rats. And so that's like an extra secret power you get, um, towards the end game where suddenly you're able to control the rats which is quite cool oh that sounds fun after battling them for so long yeah exactly like you um yeah you're trying to get you work your way around them and then all of a sudden you're using them to like eat people and that's one of the oh. cool things is that like you use the rats to your advantage sometimes so, like because light's their thing if you've got like a soldier with a lantern walking around like oh, da. if you smash the lantern the rats will get him um, and mm-hmm. stuff like that you can do. So it's kind of like a bit of a puzzle thing as well sometimes. And yeah, sometimes you like walk across and there's like a bonfire, campfire, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like half the body's like, you know, like just lying in it, um, lying in the light that's just dead, but looks fine. And the rats are kind of going. Then when you like clear the rats off, it's just a skeleton, like the lower half, like they've completely, uh-huh. 
eating him away. Strip them. Yeah, exactly. Strip them of flesh. And that's kind of like the horror element. Um, but it feels like dirty as well. Like it feels mm. like disgusting and manky. It's not like this like very clean um, version of like, you know, medieval or whatever, France, um, ye old age France. It feels like lived in and dirty and horrible. And like graphically, it's great. I thought it was really pretty. Some really great moments in it. I thought the voice acting was really good. Um, and the relationship stuff that, between them um, was really cool. And so, yeah, basically at the end, you go up against the um, priest guy who's now, his powers have developed or whatever, and he's able to control these white mice that he's basically been, uh, white rats or whatever, that are the results of some experimentation stuff that he's been doing. And so suddenly it's your black rats who you've been, have been your enemy throughout helping you destroy the white rats and kill this Catholic priest, um, which you do because he's like all powerful and stuff and he's the evil guy. And then you go off into the um, sunset as a little family unit. <laughs> um, wow. Rat warfare. Yeah, literally rat warfare. And it's cool. And there's other little bits, like there's a cool boss battle with the henchman, which is like um, you've got to like cause little fires. Um, no, sorry, you've got to put out little fires that are around and then distract him and kill him that way um, and all this. So the boss battles and the little kind of fight sequences and each kind of level where you're like looking at the stealth and the layout of where you need to get from A to B um, is quite interesting. Uh, that stuff's really good. Um, yeah, the brother, the thief brother dies. So you've got that kind of like, you know, oh no, what happened? And then when you're trying to get the, you know, the evil priest at the end, um, the blacksmith's son has to like push this like huge wagon basically. And you guys are hiding behind it whilst all these archers are shooting you, but he's just getting fucking like getting arrows darted, smashed through him. And he like dies at the end, like sacrificing himself. And there's all this like, so there's an emotional kind of like weight to it as well. Um, And it's a fairly decent sized, a fairly decent sized game um, as well in the first place. Um, But yeah, let's take a bit of a break and then I'll kind of get a bit more into the actual uh, gameplay elements and yeah if there's any kind of um, other bits and pieces I might have missed out uh, you can just quickly go over that um, cool should we take a break let's take a break um, so yeah, as I said uh, your kind of main weapon um, is your sling which in the beginning, yeah, it does make a noise. You can use it to distract guards um, and, you know, clang against something so they'll move over there and you get past them. There's a lot more of that to begin with. Then after a while, you can just knock them in the head and kill them. Then you have, um, you start using, once you meet the uh, alchemist, you can start using chemicals. So you use like a thing which will make them take their helmets off if you can't get to their heads you'll cause like little fire explosions everywhere, which kind of becomes one of your main things. And um, uh, so you're not just kind of throwing rocks around the whole time. So the whole time as well, you're picking up things that you can either use uh, um, materials, basically. You can either use to make ammunition. So for instance, there's one that is kind of like a grenade, I suppose, um, or like a Molotov it'll just disperse the rats for a while and just, or just get rid of them completely. But if you use that, then it takes away from something you could have upgraded your sling with. Um, it ended up that I had lots of material, <laughs> to be honest, ended, um, in the end. So 
but it didn't really make too much of a difference for me. Um, but but maybe if you're not used to such a challenge, it could be fun just chucking your magic around. Yeah, it's nice to know that there's just the element of having a bit of a resource management side <laughs> to it that you could like that could fuck you over in the end. Um, to be honest, all the rat stuff, as horrible as it sounds, there's a few bits where you like you have to sprint and get away, and all those all that stuff is really cool. Um, for the most part, it's mainly puzzle based. Like put this light here, move this thing in the way here like pull the rats over to this side so that there's nothing in your path. Um, and that's quite interesting because then I quite like that puzzle element to it. Um, it kind of yeah. mixes it up a bit of variety in the gameplay there as well. Um, and yeah, just being able to manipulate the environment around you to kind of do that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, the upgrade path is, is pretty, pretty simple. So you don't have to worry too much about, I mean, like if you didn't upgrade the whole time, it wouldn't really matter. Um, you could, you know, you could get through it quite easily enough. Um, and yeah, third person, um, literally sneaking about. Um, and there's still an element where sometimes um, you might get like 10, 10 of the guys running at you and you just have to be really fast, quick off the draw to kind of smash rocks into their heads or do something with it. Um, and all that stuff is quite panic inducing, uh, which is great. Um, so it's just got really decent, uh, decent pace. There was one part, which is where you play the little boy. And if you get found, it's game over, basically, and you get restarted. Um, because you haven't got a weapon, you're just sneaking around. And so it's pure stealth. But those kind of sequences, I'm a bit like, Ugh, where it's like, <clears throat> don't let anyone see you. It's game over. I hate stuff like that. I'm just like, I just want to do it. <laughs> just let me go through and play it. <laughs> um, but luckily it doesn't last long. Um, you used to love yeah. that, though. That's why you liked Metal Gear Solid so much. I did like Metal Gear Solid, but you still had a gun. Like you didn't have nah. to sneak around. It's the fact that it's like you chose to. Yeah, like if you, you get if you get seen in Metal Gear Solid, you can yeah. you have like the little bam 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 bam, and then suddenly like it's all action and stuff. You can go away and hide and wait, but it's not game over. But with this, it's like oh, you got seen, dead. You're like, oh, great. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a very small. Um, minor uh, problem um and yeah it's just it's just a lot of cool stuff i don't think i can um emphasize the amount of cool artwork that's kind of gone into it and like the amount of death and disease and destruction and like horribleness basically um that surrounds it in a time period which i don't feel like gets much attention um, shone on it uh, and it was uh, yeah genuinely an interesting plot and I liked the way that it's got that end game of um, now you can control the rats and that just felt like you know like games generally kind of get you overpowered I wouldn't say this is being overpowered but um, uh, it definitely felt like this is cool this is what I needed at this point in the game like I don't want to keep doing more of the same stuff this is a nice little touch um, yeah and so that's that's basically it, really. I just really, I thought it was, it was very odd because it's an odd subject matter. It's kind of this weird little game that just came out of nowhere, really, um, uh, for me anyway. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was great. How does the, uh, the plague backdrop uh, play into the story? Because in the trailer, it suggested that maybe the little boy gets sick as it goes along. Yeah, so he does get sick with this weird 
genetic disease, they do kind of play up to, um, it's something to do with, he's like the key to everything. Though I was never a hundred percent sure what he was the key to. Um, (laughs) It seemed as if like, uh, he was like one with the rats or something basically. Um, And that, yeah, the, the, I don't know, like there was where the bad rats or whatever, the ones that were experimented on, um, mm-hmm. maybe I got that wrong. Uh, so maybe I didn't understand it as well as I thought I did. But um, yeah, he's kind of like the chosen one. Um, it doesn't necessarily talk about, because I always think of like the Great Plague as in like London or whatever. Um, so it's not as if like there's a plague sweeping, I mean, how would they know there's a plague sweeping the world? But um, it's it's no one calls it the plague. It's just like um, the rats or whatever. Um yeah, so it's not like a historically, I don't know if it's historically accurate, or well, it's not obviously not historically accurate at all, but as in, yeah. uh, uh, it doesn't, there's no like, um, yeah, history, kind of learning anything about the history of it. It's more just like, there are rats and you can control them. Um, and obviously these are kind of supernatural rats. They don't actually, you know, work like normal rats. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, what What else? Um, does anything else intrigue you about it, if anything? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I wonder if there was any like some of the other games we've discussed some uh, cool, like, communal multiplayer aspects? None. <laughs> Just on your own. <laughs> no, I don't think it has a multiplayer thing. Um, there are collectibles on the way through. That gives it a bit of longevity if you wanted to go back and do it all again, um, get all the collectible stuff. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, I don't think it's multiplayer whatsoever. I imagine if they did, it'd be something like Be the Boy, which would just be fucking useless and shit. Be a rat. Yeah, be a rat. Yeah, Play the game from the rat's perspective. Yeah. I think, yeah, that would also not be as fun. (laughs) That's the thing, like, they're just this, like, whirlwind of rats. Um, 
Yeah, like literally in some cases. So you'd just be seeing other rats. You'd just be like, where am I going? <laughs> where am I going? What am I doing? Um, Do you think there'll be a sequel? Well, the fact that it's like a plague tale, colon, innocence, makes you think that there's like, this is the first of more. And I guess it's going to be mm. the kid grows up. You just see more of them too as a brother and sister duo. Um, a plague's tale, vengeance. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Uh, guilty. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to think of like, you know, oh, funny stuff, but it isn't really, there's not really much humour in it. <laughs> it sounds quite bleak. It is, it's pretty bleak. Unrelentingly dark. I mean, at the end, the end is nice because you're kind of walking around and people are a bit more jovial and there's like parties going on and, you know, you see and your little brother's a bit more normal because that's, that's one of the other things is that, well, I suppose it's actually quite key to the whole thing, is that it's he is like the innocence of the title. He's just a little boy, but at one point where he's controlling the rats, he's obviously controlling them to, like, kill people. So it's that. Like, uh, like Willard and Ben. Yes. That's right. You seen those? No. Oh. <laughs> Willard and Ben. A couple of uh, famous rat horror films. Oh, Willard um, is Crispin Glover, right? I think, yeah, they remade it at some point, but they're originally oh. from, I think, the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, okay. And obviously Ben, Michael Jackson did the soundtrack, didn't he? Did that Ben song. Is it for that film? It is, yeah, yeah. The original cover of that album is like half a child version of Michael Jackson with a, like an a army of really evil-looking black rats going. Yeah. Like coming over his head. It's really, really strange. Jesus Christ. Um, you wouldn't think of it with that song. <laughs> okay. Um, Do you think in 700 years they'll make a game about 2020 with a uh, COVID backdrop and people trying to, like, sneak around, avoiding, like, uh, groups of bats? Bats? What do you think COVID is? Well, that's just, it's fun to think how history might misinterpret the events. Yeah. You know, originally it was, plague, it was all like the Chinese bats, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the plague was carried by, well, it was um, supposedly uh, carried by rats, wasn't it? Um, but I suppose yeah. it wasn't exactly these swarms of rats that are digging up from the ground and bursting out everywhere. Um, yeah, maybe, why not? I'll play it. I think it'll be more Sounds like... Good just fat people coughing in people's faces or something. Yeah. Stay away from them. <laughs> um, that'd be just about the gist of it. Loads of Karens kind of around, walking around. Um, yeah. Uh, Should we have a look at some reviews? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to the reviews. I hate it. Um, if you don't like rats, you shouldn't play this game, basically, should you? No, it's not going to help any kind of rat fear. Um, Bruno, Once you make it to the end, then the rats are kind of your friend. Could be a form of therapy. True. If you've got a rat fear, play this game. Who's your favourite rat? Oh, Rowan Rat. I knew you were going to say that. Mm. Rat fans. <laughs> rat rapping. No, one, no one's going to... Basically, if you're like... 30 or under and British or, or sorry if you're 
35, say, and older and British, <laughs> you'll probably know what that is. Otherwise, you'll have absolutely no idea. What about the Rat King? Rat King? From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He wasn't a rat. Splinter? No. He was a rat rat king. (laughs) The rat king was a villain. He lived in the sewers and controlled all the rats. I don't remember that. There's a rat king in uh, Dark Souls 2 who's a dog, if I remember rightly. There's an actual, there's a rat, royal rat authority. I can't remember which is which. Um, And he's like, (laughs) there's one bit. Um, where you basically, it's a boss fight, but it's like the shittest boss fight. And it's basically yeah. loads of rats on the floor, but there's like one big super fat rat that is like the leader and you've got to kill him. And when you do that, you go to like the next room and there's like a rat sitting there going, yo, you killed my people. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we were just like chilling out down here. Like, what's your fucking problem, basically? And you're like, hey, we well, don't say anything, but you're just like, okay. Feel a bit like, of a dick now. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, all right. Um, which is kind of the whole point of Dark Souls a little bit, is that you're kind of going around doing this thing. And it's just people are just like, leave me alone. And um, yeah, and then he's like, do you want to join my gang? <laughs> Basically, you can sign up to him and join one of those um, factions that we've talked about in Dark Souls where you kind of have your like little multiplayer online teams that you can kind of go into other people's games and whatever. And one of them can be the Royal Rat Authority. And but everyone else in your, t- in your gang is a rat and you're just like a small white man yeah it's it's weird um yeah well uh, you know obviously it depends how many people are in the in that faction um but yeah i don't know um i think he was called the rat king or something like that but then so, you've got the boss who was i think the boss was called the rat king but he was actually just a dog which was like a big dog rat thing it's weird doubly confusing yeah i didn't really get it so have you got a better rat than rolling rat um i was not really. Uh, um, it was Roland Rat. What? That's what I just said. <laughs> oh, Do you no, mean sorry, it was Roland Rat? That's what I was saying. What I was meant to say was, who is Roger Rat? But I don't think there is, there is a Roger Rat. It's just a figment of your imagination. <laughs> just made it It's up. like the movie who Harvey. Was, oh, you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Danger Mouse. And I've confused it because he looks a bit like you, Roger Rabbit. And I've called him Roger Are you on Rat. first name terms with Danger Mouse? His actual real name is Roger. Yeah. Roger um, who did what the voice? Did David Jason do the voice for all those? He did. He did. Yeah. It's a, big, it's a big secret about David Jason, which I'm not going to say on the end. Um, what Sad. about the rat from Bash the Rat? The perennial favourite amongst British uh, children. Was Bash the Rat? That's right. You go to the uh, the fair. Oh right. And someone puts a rat down a tube, and you hit it with a hammer, and it comes out the end. Not a yeah, real rat. Not a real rat. No. It's, but usually, um, like a sock stuffed with some old straw. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever actually played it. I think I might have seen it on TV. I don't think I ever actually did it. Wow. Sad. Um, sad. Sad to hear that. I'm trying to think. What are some other famous rats? There aren't any. I feel like someone's missed Ratty. Like... Ratty from The Wind in the Willows. Oh, yeah. Was he evil? No, 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 no. Oh, the weasels are evil. Rats are always portrayed so badly in the, in the media. Ratty, I feel, was Kenneth Graham's attempt to rehab their image. But, uh, yeah. yeah, hasn't really stuck. No. Um, Any 
anyway. I'm just, I'm just a big fan of the the rat up the drain pipe. <laughs> Sorry, who? You know, when people say he was up there, up there like a rat, rat up a drain pipe. <laughs> it's the same rat in every instance. Exactly. Big fan of that rat. Gets a lot of action. Yes. Sorry. Reviews. Well, Bruno on Amazon says one star. Mm. Too many rats. <laughs> so yeah. if you were listening, Bruno, the last five minutes would have been anathema to you. Don't get ratty. What was the um why was it expand on it? What's he saying? What do you mean too many? It's just one star. Um just put see videos before buying, and then he's put too many rats. Jesus. <laughs> kind, of, kind of the point. Jeez. Uh, okay. All right, fine. Doesn't like rats. It's fair enough. Too many rats. Maybe two rats would have been too many. Yeah. Maybe one. So. Yeah. Sad. Mm. Small minded, really. A bit small minded. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't get it. Um, that's it. Those are the <laughs> <laughs> There's only one review and there's too many rats. No one else, no one else thought it was any good or bad. Um, <laughs> just Bruno, <laughs> master of the universe. Um, okay, well, I guess that's it. It's quite a short one. I should say like there is a, um, not to do a proper uh, nerd's corner, but there's some cool vinyl out there, which I've been trying to get my hands on. Because uh, oh, cool. the music's quite cool. Um, you could get like a, I think it's like a, a black and white splatter. Um, well, I say white, it's like an oily splatter because that's kind of, fits in with the um yeah the whole look of the game. interesting um that's out there and the music's uh cool it's kind of it does have it's very horror ish um as well as some quite nice um scores and some quite chill stuff uh yeah there's one track in particular um if I remember rightly oh what was it I can't remember that you see like a tower um and it's got this like really haunting melody to it and I've been trying to kind of dig it out that's why I wanted the Vinyl as well, because it looks cool. And I think I'd actually probably listen to this, I think. Um, Where are you trying to get it from? Is it a US thing? Forever. Um, no, I don't I think it's a, I think it's a UK thing, actually, but I might be mistaken. Um, might be Laced Records, maybe? Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I guess that's kind of it. I don't know. Any any final thoughts from you? Just, um, it's just cool to have, like, a historical game on an era that's, you know, not very... Not very well mined in not just in video games, but I think generally. Yeah. So good on them for doing that. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit different. The gameplay stuff was cool. It was a nice to do something stealthy, but um, allowed you the flexibility to be a bit more violent. Let's say story was really good. Cutscenes really good. It looked really pretty, um, and I enjoyed like the puzzle rat stuff as well. Like I like that kind of thing. Um, and it broke it up quite nicely. And some of them were actually like, you know, sometimes when it's like you see like an easy puzzle and you're like, oh, whatever, like it's just fucking filler to get me to A to B, A to Z or whatever. <clears throat> With some of these, it was very much um, like I had to sit there and think about it, um, which, you know, is good, um, which I think you know, actually uh, made me use my brain, which is no bad thing. Um, Rats are so, yeah. good at um, solving puzzles, actually. They've got very... Uh, developed cognitive abilities. Well, not when I'm finished with them. <laughs> they don't know where the fuck they're going. They're going where I tell them. Do you know um, 
What doesn't have good cognitive abilities? What? The blob. Oh, why, why would you mention the blob? Because this is breaking news. <laughs> now, next week, we'll be discussing the 1988 American horror film, The Blob. Mm. It's kind of a bit like the rats in this game, actually. Like this kind of swarming entity, basically. Yeah. Um, that's actually just one big thing kind of just coming at you. Um, a mass, just a, a seeding mass. Exactly. Um, cool. I guess that's it for this week. Um, I yeah recommend to go out and uh, play it and see if you can find it. It's on Xbox Game Pass. That's how I played it. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, so yeah, as you guys know, um, you can email us and you into podcast at gmail.com or um, podcast oddballs at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, there's all the rest of the blurb at the end. Dan, do you want to plug anything? Yeah, if you're into music. Come and check me out on Instagram, Dreadful Dan's Discs, and the same name on YouTube. Cool. Great. Well, thanks very much, guys, and see you on the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. If you want to get in touch with us or get a movie, album or game put on our list to discuss, then email us at oddcastoddballs at gmail.com or a newwinterpodcast at gmail.com. This is part of a New Winter Podcast Network, so head on over to anewwinter.net to check out our other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram at anewwinter, Twitter at anewwinter, and you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash anewwinter. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. 